0: And if you want to win the revolution faster, we recommend you remove your XMR from all custodial exchanges immediately. Warning, voting accidents are common around here. Don't forget to properly secure your private keys. Monerotopia starts now. Aloha, my friends. All
1: right.
0: Happy Sunday. I was about to say happy Saturday. Happy Sunday. Cheers. Cheerios.
1: You're looking cute and you're purple
0: i matching with the sign I decided to blend with the sign instead of beyond the sign
1: <laughs> how you feeling after all that ice cream although I guess I was the one who ate yeah it. <laughs> you,
0: you devoured it I had like three <laughs> scoops not scoops uh, spoons, not even scoops
1: I love ice cream guys I don't know if you guys saw my video it went, I think it went viral
0: <laughs> yeah totally
1: that was awesome
0: yeah that was pay, really... it works yeah it does
1: it's dangerous though
0: How about you explain? Coldstone is like. have no idea what you're talking about. So rewind, play. What did you do yesterday?
1: Uh, I feel like everybody listening knows.
0: Probably. So, as you guys know,
1: Monero.com slash Cake Wallet added a gift card feature where you can instantly buy gift cards on the spot for 150,000 different locations. Yesterday, we gave it a go. We gave it a shot from scratch. We did it basically, you know, we, we did it on the spot without any prep. Super easy to sign up. You just, you know, created an email, used a unique email for it for privacy reasons, got it going. And, uh, and then we quickly did a search for for ice cream and we found Cold Stone on there, which I'm a big fan of. And it's down the block from where we live. And we went and tried it out. And on the spot, we were able to buy a Cold Stone gift card for the exact price of the purchase and in a way where, like, you know, it, it didn't disrupt the, you know, the no, the retailer, quirky, right? Yeah. Like, it was just as simple as. He was as... also
0: confused. He's like, all right, the price is blah, blah, blah. And you're like, doo, doo, doo.
1: what do you mean? He was confused.
0: No, no, he just didn't know what was going on because also I was recording him. So he was oh, yeah. He's like, like, what, what the, is the hell are you guys, guys <laughs> doing? Why?
1: <laughs> I, mean, I was, was like, doesn't this happen all the time in this day and age? People making like, he was like
2: stupid a cheap though.
1: He was a cool guy. And then we ended up yeah, so we obviously we, we used the feature. We bought the gift card on the spot and paid for our ice cream with it. It worked out really well. Only problem is we're gonna be eating a lot of ice cream.
0: We <laughs> you.
1: And uh but there's a lot of gift cards. Yeah, oh and then we we even convinced him yeah, to after accept that, the Monero tip.
0: You know, the way yeah, he usually flows in the conversation, he's like, Oh, you know what? Since this one's so easy, I'm gonna tip you. And he's like, Oh, okay. Then he went to get his phone.
1: Well, we'll have Vic on to talk about more about this, but it's it's huge. This is this is you obviously ideally, right? We're not using gift cards. We're gonna be doing the whole Monero circular economy thing. People will be accepting Monero directly, but this is a good temporary bridge. It makes Monero usable for those of us that are already very much into Monero. We could use it on a on a daily basis for our Daily needs and like the big, you know, mind blowing thing for me is it makes sense for everybody to do this, even if you're not into Monero yet. You know, I don't want to repeat myself. I'm going to be talking about this with Vic. Let, 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 let's move on. Anyway, okay. it's, it's huge. Yeah, Vic will it's be big. on shortly.
0: It's big. It's big. How big? How huge? Huge. Huge. Anywho's okay. Let's move on. For those of you that haven't watched any of our episodes, I'm just making you aware. We had uh, Luke Parker on. We have two parts. We just released part two right after. So check that video out, which, by the way, we're doing a New York City meetup on Tuesday. I believe it's August 9th in Manhattan. For those of you in the New York area, stop by. We'll be there. Come Luke on Luke Parker will be there. Vic will be there. I believe Justin will be there. So it's going to be the gang. Let's, so, hear Let's
1: hear it. Come on.
0: No, that's until later. Not not right now. It's too early for that. (laughs) Yeah. So stop by the meetup if you're in town. That's Tuesday? That is Tuesday at 6.30. Awesome. 6.30 p.m. sharp. But yeah, come on. Come on down. <laughs> yes, <yeah. laughs> well, because um, you just put it in my head. We, we
1: were going to do a like a live Monero-topia episode, but I don't think so. It's like, too much.
0: Yeah, right? I think it's going to be too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people so, just want to chill. Someone's asking, are teenagers allowed to come to New York City meetup? Yes. Well, I mean, why not?
1: Yes. Yeah, the Monero meetup. I don't know. It's just, okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's informative. We're know.
1: liberty-loving people, so you're allowed to do whatever the hell you want.
0: Well, not whatever the hell you want. You know, I mean, as long just...
1: as you don't hurt others or whatever, <laughs> so, yeah. you know, basic, you know, basic golden rule type stuff.
0: Yeah, but I believe, yeah, you can Are come teenagers on down allowed
1: to come to New York City. You that's funny.
0: Well, I don't. Well, actually, I mean, I guess it's a legitimate question. Like, why would it be like age be limit? Allowed? I don't know. A, I don't know. I guess because sometimes they have like alcohol present. I don't so know. you don't drink the alcohol. Yeah, exactly. Like, a
1: teenager. <laughs> like yeah, I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, he wanted to, or she wanted to ask the question. Hell so yes, you're allowed. Yes, everybody's
1: allowed. allowed. As long as you're there to talk about Monero not be disruptive.
0: Yeah. Yeah, of course. Sure. I mean,
1: that doesn't mean you can't come down there and criticize Monero, by all means. But everyone. the is topic local. has to be, you know, Monero-based. Coming down there to just... All right, looks uh, like we
0: convinced the person. So yeah, we'll, we'll come see down. you.
1: Come on down. Come on down. Uh, you or know, come on Midtown. Family-friendly. Yes. I'd say. Although your kids would probably be bored, definitely. So <laughs> unless Fran is there, but she she'll, won't be. Well, as long as there are other
0: kids, she'll won't. be happy. Otherwise, yeah. she will also be bored. Poor kid. But anywho, she likes yeah. hanging with the adults, though. She does. But She also likes yeah. hanging out with the kitties, which I don't yeah. blame her. So anywho's, so yeah, so if you're in New York, please stop by. It'll be fun. Um, I believe we have. If you you know you're interested in coming, just go to um the meetup page and just RSVP so we have an idea. Yeah. 'Cause we're gonna have some snacks and um some food there. So we just wanna have a head count. So New York Stop is
1: This is looking too dangerous. L O L. Yeah. Don't worry, it's not that dangerous. Not that dangerous. We'll protect
0: you. Okay. <laughs>
1: <Super> <laughs> Sunita will protect here. you.
0: Yes, I will. Yeah. So, yeah, that has to do with Luke Parker. Then we had a a, a bunch of interviews also from the Freedom Fest that we went to that we're just publishing. You yes, know, so everywhere. much content. We have a lot of content, but we don't want to overwhelm you guys with all that information. So we're slowly releasing them. There is Lola, the Liberty of Alliance. What was it? Um, lib- Liberties of Lola. Lady or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ladies of, of Liberty. Liberty. Sorry, la- I did it backwards. Ladies of Liberty, Liberty Alliance. We released that episode. Uh, we will be releasing uh, Victor from IVPN shortly, early next week. So stay tuned for that, and yeah, just check out our videos if you haven't yet. And we're going to be releasing more and more.
1: We were supposed to go to Revolution 2022, which is like this libertarian, another libertarian conference, but for younger people. It was in Orlando this weekend, but we didn't make it.
0: We couldn't make it, guys. I'd ra- sure rather, rather be not talk ones. about it. Yeah, but there are Sunita so many others. Sabotaged it. No, I did not. <laughs>
1: that's sure family
0: true. problems apparently family Anywho, so
1: uh there'll be plenty of other opportunities plenty of yes. other opportunities what else we got
0: i think that's about it in regards to videos go to our channel what else we got future. coming
1: up what are some other you know house cleaning things right now we're planning the... planning the next minute no, no, yeah
0: we've been talking about figuring out where we checked out our location in new york so that's in the running right but I guess yeah we'll
1: see. Right now we're thinking New York, Miami, where we would continue to follow the Bitcoin conference or Guadalajara, Mexico, believe it or not, this kind of right at yeah. to the top of our list. These are all places that are like relatively cheap to get to from, you know, different parts of the world. Although, you know, once you get to New York, it's quite expensive. Once you get to Miami, it's very expensive. So we're trying to keep those we're things into consideration. There's, there's a lot of different factors. I like the New York thing just because I feel like we could get people beyond the Monero community involved. And then we're thinking, yeah, if we want to try to do like the Pork Fest type of feel where it's people, you know, essentially camping out, coming together and throwing the conference together. We, we don't know. It's a lot of things up in the air, but we're getting close to a decision, right?
0: Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Hopefully. We're getting
1: close. Maybe, you know, I was thinking maybe we'll do like a spaces, maybe even this week, where we could talk about the next Monerotopia and like throw the ideas out there, the different options, get feedback from people and yeah. use that to make our final choice.
0: Yeah, that'd be a good idea to see what people think. Miami sucks.
1: Yeah. I Someone mean, I love Miami. I love Miami. But- um,
0: i mean i don't know how and i do and, but they said
1: mexico wait this uh, is mexico oh yeah they like mexico yeah no i love mexico too mexico i love because i think we'd maybe get a more uh, larger global crowd there right might be easier for some people to come people that don't want to go to the us will come to mexico get people from south america coming over we'll get a uh, europeans coming over so that that plays a big role there all right let's move it along
0: yeah. So with that, we're going to, I guess there's nothing else to chat about. We'll move on to the price report. This is going to be split into two parts. It's not, not that long. It's split like it's 11. Two parts. Meaning two videos because the, the entire video wasn't, <laughs> we weren't able to upload it in oh, one okay. video. But because instead of 10 minutes, it was like 11 minutes. So the more the merrier, but it's going to be split. So just making people aware. Just Nightmare.
1: Never been to Mexico. Yeah. You'd love it, man. Nothing not to like about Mexico.
0: All let's move on to the price segment. The Monerotopia price report segment is sponsored by Local Monero. Avoid using KYC exchanges. Buy and sell Monero directly for fiat, peer-to-peer.
3: Good morning, everybody. I hope everybody's having a great weekend. And this is the price report number 30 for this week. And let's get started. The three things I'm going to talk about in this report. The first is the list of countries with high inflation. And I'm going to do some projection. So I gather data from different sources and just going to make some logic out of that and then one of the on-chain data that got triggered and later I'm going to come to technical analysis. So let us talk about inflation. You see the countries that are marked in dark red and red color is having high inflation as of today, right? And if you see this list, this is for the G20, Group 20 countries of the developed and the emerging countries, nations worldwide. And you'd see that the inflation in Turkey is about 80% today. And When you're talking about states, it's nine percent and most of the European countries are around seven to 10 percent as of today. And this is an interesting part because I believe there is a threshold, a threshold beyond which when the inflation crosses, it's really, really hard for the governments to take back control, to bring back inflation, bring down inflation. We can see this in the example of Turkey. They had about 11 percent inflation a couple of years back in 2020. They were kind of managing that, which is already quite high. And it went out of bounds and then now it's 70% also because of their some of the policies that they did and probably bad policies. And if you see an example of Venezuela, historically like this is ranging back to about 30 years, 35 years, they started with something like 11% inflation back then and went to 40, tried to control it and at some point they, it just goes out of hand. And this was hyperinflation. Good for them that they have exited the hyperinflation. Now it's back to around 1,500%, projected to 500% in a year from now. But this is still, you know, it's unbelievable, right? So that's why government start to go into the panic mode when the inflation reaches really high levels because it can cripple the whole economy of the country. Having said that, this is a list of the change in the annual inflation rate since the pandemic started. And you would see the worldwide, for example, in Israel, the inflation rates were a negative, And now it's 25x. It's still about quite low. I mean, it's about 3%, but they had negative before. So worldwide, the inflation percentage increase has been enormous. Some of the economies have been doing well. I won't believe the last in line, but there are, you know, all throughout, you would see it's increased rapidly and certainly turkey has really one of the emerging countries with high inflation rates that is a cause for concern for the country so this is about the inflation part and also to indicate the inflation is the overall increase in the price levels and there is the official inflation rate is calculated by you know measuring this thing called cpi which is the consumer price index which tracks the cost of living so the cost of living worldwide has really shot up so now we get to the on-chain analysis so the reason i want to show this is because this pool multiple which indicates the health of miners this indicator got triggered just a few days back and what i want to show from this is whenever this this is the price of bitcoin that you see in blue and the one in red is the pool multiple basically whenever this enters into a greenish territory that means miners are really finding difficult to pay their bills and capitulating basically selling off their mining farms or selling their bitcoins. And when it reaches red, that means it's, uh, they are in really, really good health. And what happened just within the last few days is that this has come back above the green zone. That means my, the health of miners are again starting to look good. So what can take place from here is either they sell off their bitcoins because, you know, they are doing better so they are, they might be a little careful about not going back into the green territory because of the market conditions, or they might be in a good health uh, accumulating Bitcoins. So we have to wait and watch what happens. Not many Bitcoins are printed per day. However, let's let's move on. So let's move on to the technical analysis. So this is the one hourly chart for Bitcoin. And we are gonna, s- let's see, this is interesting because this is when we had this about two months ago, mid of June we had this capitulation to 17,000. And since then you would see that Bitcoin has been making lower highs. So what that means is you would see that this is the first lower high, this is the second lower high, and this is the third lower high. And that is where we are right now, about 200 weekly moving average, right? Also called the OG support. And what's what might be happening from here, as I see, is that if we have this projection from the last two tops of the cycle uh, that we saw in the last two months, and we project that up, we get about the 16th of August, about the mid of August. And this is technically, you know, worked out pretty well that we can expect to see some sort of pump to the upside. And my expectation would be if everything goes as we see, of course, things are subject to change. Then we reach this resistance level about 30,000. It's about here, or 28,000, about here. And then there is a possibility for us to come back down to the current levels of 200 week moving average about 23,000. And certainly there are also calls of us going down to the levels of 10,000, which I don't feel like the case. So let me try to highlight why I think so. Here you would see this is the weekly chart for Bitcoin. And here you would see I've added something called the hash ribbons, which is pretty much in reflection of what I said before about the pool multiple, which is the miners' health. So whenever you see us going into the red zone, the miners are capitulating. And when they come back up, they come back strong in their health. So I want to show you a couple of things here. Let me just get a vertical line over here. So whenever historically, we also, let's start with the 2017 bear market. So the miners had capitulated. Miners historically capitulate when the bear market is about to end. That is when they capitulate. And you would see that after they capitulate and and they come back, they turn healthy, there is a bull market that ensues because people start and miners start accumulating once more. And the effect will be less and less as we go forward because the number of coins produced in a day is less as compared to before every four-year cycle. And that has been the case every time whenever they come out of capitulation, a bull market ensues. And now you see that they have entered capitulation when let's say the bear market phase had already begun and the pattern repeats or at least rhymes. And I also want to show what is the time period of the capitulation of this miners. So it's about 70 days. And also if you look at the charts, the hash ribbons for the from the past, it's about 70 to 90 days and max. So that means about three months of projection from here on so they started doing this end of may and if we just project this let's say even 100 days so that shows us about 19th of september so that is a month and a half from here when we can expect some kind of a relief rally to the upside again that is just a projection based on probability and pattern matching so let's go ahead with the xmr usd chart and here i have drawn an interesting indicator that is the volume oscillator and what I want to show from this is whenever the volume oscillator goes to the negative, let's say about minus 20% that you see on the right, there is, a, there is a pump or a dump that ensues because the volume comes back up strong and there is a relief rally, for example. So I've seen eight out of 10 times in XMR in the history. There is a relief rally when we come back from a low volume oscillator to high. And you can see here, I'm just matching the two graph and the volume oscillator. You can see here, there is a rally that happened. And you can see here there is a rally, the rally that happened, and again, and we are again moving towards the negative territory. So, likelihood that in the coming days there is a pump to the upside, and the amount of uh, the amount that we pump is about 1.5 to 2x. So again, this is just based on pattern matching and probability. So it's not the source of truth. And in terms of volumes, again, this has to happen when the volumes take up. This is about 180 dollars of price level that i was looking at and i would like to see us go up with high volumes if so we break that level and for monero the average price in a bull market has been about 200 million dollars and i see the volumes picking back up i saw about an average volume of $120 million on a daily basis, which is healthy. So as compared to a few months back when we were lurking around 60 to $70 million. And the last in line is the XMR BTC chart. It has been a good news that it's been doing pretty well in the long-term trend line thing, which I had drawn before. So in terms of also the, hide this guy. So long-term trend line, let me get the one week map. So yes, in terms of BTC, we had been doing pretty well. However, in terms of the RSI, we have on a weekly basis, we are quite overbought at the moment. So we can certainly go back up, but at some point I do expect some kind of correction in XMRBDC. And that is all from my side for this price report. I hope you all enjoyed and I wish you all have a great weekend ahead. Thank you. All right. Uh,
0: oh wait, because it didn't end yet. There you go. Now it did. Sunday fungible some tips, guys. Yes. Thank you, A Fungible, for creating that wonderful report that everyone looks forward to every week we will post we will be posting it think, on its own you
1: think uh market's gonna take another dip or bottoms in or, or on our way up? what's your just your feel just the, sun, the sunita another dip really Isn't this, all right <laughs> i don't know she's she's pretty good at calling these type of things
0: well anyways but... <laughs> let's move on <laughs> who cares I mind what another i think dip
1: to pick up some some cheap coins I mean, the macro is just so crazy. Inflation being so high. Good numbers came in with the economy. So I think that the Fed isn't going to really have an issue with, you know, raising the interest rates some more. Who knows? Who knows? All right. All right what else we got?
0: We got our wonderful guest segment. Oh, maybe, so. maybe Vic knows. <gasps> maybe he does. <laughs> All righty. The Monerotopia guest segment is sponsored by Cake Wallet. Store, send, receive, and exchange your Monero and Bitcoin safely on iOS and Android too. Cake Wallet is open source and you always control your own keys. Hello. Whoa, this is really Hello. zoomed in. Oh, yeah, there no, we go. So <laughs> I wanted everyone oh, no, to... I'm going to
2: move back so I'm not like, in your face. That's <laughs> no,
0: no, it was the way. <laughs>
1: Up close and personal with know. Vic. That's oh, how I, we know.
2: I know, I know, it's yeah. scary. How
0: are how you guys do doing? Good, good, good. How man. are you? Terrible view in the back over there. It's disgusting.
2: I know it's awful. It's, it's awful. only, uh, well, I guess that way it's Queens, right? That's for
0: you. Wait.
4: Have you ever been to Queens?
0: Have you ever been to that far part? Just away? to the
4: airport.
2: <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> just to LaGuardia.
0: <laughs> well, just a done.
1: quick pass through. <laughs> yeah.
2: I always I always crack up at these when we, uh, when we talk like this. Because we know each other personally yeah, yeah, yeah. very I'm well, right
0: there. And here I we think got it, makes
1: it entertaining
2: for people. Why not? Hello,
0: sir. Thank you for joining us. Please introduce yeah. yourself for those that don't know who you are. We don't know who you are.
2: Vic Sharma, founder of Cake Wallet and theMonero. dot com. Master <laughs> of gift cards for wow. today.
0: Yeah. That's hilarious. So, yeah, I don't know if you
2: it's heard. We gave it a try. Yeah, I
0: don't know if you Beginning of the episode. Yeah, that was, that was yeah.
2: a great video. You know, when you, after you press sent on your Monero and you're waiting for that gift card, I was like, oh my God, please don't let it fit. Please don't awesome. let it fail." So like, was that? I. It's like awesome. in two seconds. It's like in two seconds. Yeah. It yeah. Was awesome. I had no yeah. idea what
1: was going to happen yeah. at that point. I was like, uh oh. Like, Were gonna you get-? pleasantly surprised? I was definitely pleasantly yeah. surprised. Good. I was even more surprised yeah. when, I, when I saw that they actually had a uh, cold stone ice cream on there. I was like no way, Cold Stone.
2: Yeah, we're gonna work on that search function some more. But if you have a brand in mind, just type it in. It's probably in there. No
1: five guys. Oh yeah, yeah, actually, yeah,
0: Five Guys was Five Guys.
2: Okay. Yeah. We'll make hey, i need, of that. You
1: need a good burger place on there. Good New York burger joint. Five Guys. I don't know who's the. I don't know. I guess about Five Guys. Got. Yeah, Five Shake Guys. Shake Shack would be Shake cool. Shack. Shake Shack. I like. Shake Shack's
2: thing. not on there.
0: No, thanks. So. And Wendy's I think so. isn't on there either. Because we're like, all right. So then we kept going down. Right.
2: Can we focus on who is on there? No. <laughs> <It does laughs> we got a lot got of requests. <laughs> you got Coldstone. You got your got
0: Coldstone. You got Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. You got. You said
2: Applebee's and the dogs yeah. didn't even like Applebee's.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then there's Saks. There's a lot of shopping though, which was
2: there's Saks Fifth Avenue. Can you imagine?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I saw that. I was like, yeah.
1: oh,
2: What?
0: That's, that's going to awesome. be an
2: issue. Cindy's so going to go on a little
1: shopping yeah. spray.
0: I was like, What? Yeah, I'm trying
2: to convince. Uh, I'm trying to drag Sonali to Sachs here in New York so she can buy something. I can film I it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do that. Nobody wants
2: to see me buying something. Yeah.
0: It was her. Yeah, it was funny because we did all that like back to back. We like went through the motions of, you know, adding the email address, and then we went to the Cold Stone, and it was just like it was very quick. Yeah, I was very pleasantly so, surprised yeah. with the sign up yeah. process yeah, so too. It was so literally, very, literally just an very email. Very quick. Right.
2: A- even, yeah. The the one time password came quickly. One time pin. Everything sorry. was came very quickly. very yeah. quick. Yeah. 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 Great. Great.
0: Even like yeah, when he was, like when yeah he was about to pay, I was like uh oh, I was like crossing my fingers. <laughs> what
1: what is the company behind it? With the uh, company I guess. It's our
2: are? provider. It's called Ionia. Okay. Yeah. It's the same company that's in Dash Pay.
1: Awesome. Okay. Cool.
2: Yeah, but we had we had to of course work with them and, and build a whole Monero payout, you know, payment system right right, uh, right for right. this so that that's probably what took the longest
1: okay which is well, what do you bad. what was involved with that when you say build out a monero payments like just uh I, i'm not techie
2: i couldn't okay. even tell I said you <laughs> Essentially, just
1: a way for them to accept monero and then easily exactly liquidate yeah. it as needed into into
2: dollars. yeah yep yeah. and this I, is a, the monero part is exclusive on uh, on cakewallet and monero.com so you won't see that in other wallets Unless they come up with some other provider, but that's
1: awesome. oh, all right, that's the yeah. kind. Awesome, awesome. Ooh, look at that. So if you want to <laughs> use Monero for gift cards, there's only one place to go.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Put in the wallet. You
1: know? <laughs> How did they do the one to three percent
2: like
0: discount or discount?
2: How is the,
1: how's the uh, business model?
0: You know, work? I
2: you know I think these, these providers obviously are dealing in massive bulk business with merchants. And it seems there's one or, you know, one or two large companies that manage gift cards and they go to these vendors and, um, you know, show them the large volume and we're able to get that kind of discount. So, and we pass it on. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And the other cool thing is the rate of exchange is taken right off of Kraken at that time. So it's not like, it's not like Ionia is making money off the exchange rate.
1: Right, right, right. That's, yeah, so. it's it's almost too good to be true. Yeah, sure. no. What's the catch, Vic? What's the catch? What's the catch?
0: Uh, stallow the wallet. I know.
1: <laughs> no. The catch Have is fun. people are spending all their
0: Monero. I know.
2: Exactly, wow. yeah. It's just a ploy to make you get rid of your Monero. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Knew awesome. It. They like, contested it at it. <laughs> you know, it, it, this is a big thing because it's
1: not just for us people that are already like super into Monero, but it, it kind of it's just a selling point for Monero in general. It's like, why use credit card? Why use debit card or, you know, Google Pay or Apple right. Pay when you can use this thing where you know you're effectively obscuring your transaction history, right? As you do right? you're getting the one to three percent. So it like. It just makes sense. It's like a real selling point for Monero in general when you try to onboard somebody, a newbie, to Monero, and you're like, "Well, why should I use this? Like oh, oh, yeah. you just do the same purchases you're already doing, but you now you're getting one to three percent cash back, and plus you're you know you're not giving away all all your data, and then you explain to people why that's important. Most people don't understand why that's important, but exactly you it becomes kind of like a a no brainer to use.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you said a a lot of things uh, just now. You know, one is you said you're not giving up your data. You probably saw Marshall's tweet this morning. Reply to I think it was a fungible or somebody's question. Ionia doesn't know the amount you purchased. Has no idea. You know, like you know, everyone's talking about that email issue for verification, mm-hmm. but they have no idea how much of a gift card you purchased.
1: Right. They just know. So, well, what do they know
2: then? They just know that you're. They know you bought something. Yeah. Okay. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and 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 then you mentioned Apple Pay. The first time I used it, when we were still just testing it internally, I went down to Chipotle, I think it was Chipotle, and I yeah. pulled pulled out my phone and I did a gift card. And I I was like, wow, this is going to compete with Apple Pay. This is going to compete with Google Pay. And and you said the same thing right now. That's pulled out my phone. Maybe it's one button extra, or you type in the amount. That's about it. Extra than using Apple Pay or Google Pay. So which is really blew I didn't even understand the impact until I used it myself. Then I was like, wow, we're going to be competing with these guys. That was pretty yeah. cool.
0: Yeah, well we yeah, went yesterday, crazy. it was yeah. hilarious. We went there, yeah. like I saw, obviously if you saw the video, like you'll see, like on the register, it says, we do not accept Apple Pay or Google Pay. So I was like, oh. you
1: already, <laughs> like, exactly already beat It was hilarious. already It
0: was really, it was like yeah. perfect. It was very strange how everything yeah. I'm reading the
1: sign, and then I'm like, do you accept gift cards? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, sure. and yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah sure, and then I'm like,
0: yeah. tossing my fingers because I'm like videotaping this. I was like, let's see yeah. how fast it is. And it was very, very fast. The other yeah.
1: Major thing too is now with just onboarding people to Monero directly. Like I go to the farmers market, I want to use. Like I like to tip people. Obviously, I've been doing that. And then the biggest yeah. thing that comes up is, all right, well now what do I do with it? Like thanks for right your, your, you know, your ten dollar tip. Thanks, sir. It seems cool. You said yeah, nice bad. toy you gave me. Yeah, yeah like it? now what do I do with it? Yeah. Like exactly. oh, well now you just swipe left and you can use. You know, you could buy whatever the hell you want yeah. with it. So even yeah. now, like it's like problems, feature. you know. It's it, now it's just the equivalent of getting, you know, cash. Yeah. Right.
2: Uh, you know what? Better than cash, and uh, I give Justin this credit. I wish I would have thought of it, <laughs> but uh, better and cheaper than paying with cash.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
2: with cash you're paying hundred percent. With this you're getting one to three percent discount. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually better than cash. Yeah. Cheaper. Cheaper than cash.
1: And then you're just and you're not dealing with physical cash too. It's
2: just exactly. Yeah. Right there in your
1: pocket.
0: Someone's asking when rollout to other countries because right now you're doing it in the States, right? So
2: it's only US, yeah. And
0: obviously, it's yeah. time, right? So, where? Yeah,
2: so the, I mean, we're working on it. There's no ETA, but uh, definitely we're working with Ionia to get that across uh, other countries. Uh, but, you know, one thing interesting about other countries, I think Arctic Mine made a comment on Reddit. So let's say you are overseas, but you're going to be visiting the US. So if you use your overseas credit card, you're going to be paying exchange fees, your credit card fees and exchange fees. You always get ripped off. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have Monero or Bitcoin or Litecoin and you're in those countries and you're coming to New York, let's say next week, you can you can shop at most places using your crypto yeah. and save money rather than paying the fees to the bank and the exchange fees to the bank. So so as an overseas person, you can still buy it and spend it in the US or spend it online. In the at a U.S. store, mm-hmm. so so there's another advantage. You know, you're you're killing the foreign foreign exchange rates. Yeah, that's tremendous. Yeah. Yeah. That's and want. making the and getting a saving.
1: Yeah,
0: and the savings.
1: Yeah, I mean, is this is this you know when we say too good to be true? I mean, you think they're gonna the these 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 gift card companies are here to stay in terms of the way they function, where they only need an email only, or is this kind of like?
2: I mean, who knows even
1: before happen? they've kind of, you know, cracked down on it type of deal.
2: Right, right. I mean, right now we're fully under the regulations, you know, or not. Right. But who knows what's going to happen in the future? I mean, everybody's been saying this is going to happen, that's going to happen for crypto for years, and really nothing's happened. We're keeping the limits where, you know, we're, where we don't have to do anything more than what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything about crackdown on gift cards or anything like that, but who knows the future, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so use it now. Download it now. Yeah, use it
1: now. <laughs> use it now. <laughs> and yeah. you know, obviously, the the goal. We always say the goal is Monero circular economy. You know, we won't be using gift cards. We'll be using right Monero directly. But I, this is a beautiful in between bridge. You know, yes, yeah, it's,
2: it's a workaround. Yeah, It's definitely a workaround. But uh, but you know, if you're earning in crypto somewhere now, you can. I can spend
1: it I can yeah use it. yeah like like i was saying guys use it use it as a way to just get people to use monero so now you can go to the farmer's market you can convince the guy you know if you're in the u.s you can convince the guy to accept monero because it's really not a big decision for him at that point because when he receives right. it he could then turn around and easily spend it on something right um, so it, it really does help build the monero circular economy in that way i think
2: I think so. I think it's a it's a good uh, middle ground.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. do video of that next, trying to go to like farmers markets, places, and get people to accept Monero directly. And then with the selling point of, yeah, sure, you just you know I, I spend thirty dollars on this, you know, whatever organic eggs and whatever you're selling me, you can turn around and and use this Monero however you wish at a, at these hundred and fifty thousand locations.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure you'll convinced. Yeah. You know what, what else is interesting uh, that's happening in cake wallet and Monero.com wallet? And I don't know if it's just a coincidence. I guess time will tell, but ever since we launched, maybe 12 hours afterwards, the exchange volume in cake wallet has gone through the roof. No people going from Bitcoin to Monero. It's just like the best days ever. It's uh, really strange.
1: Wait, what do you, ever since you
2: added launched the gift cards? Yeah. Ever since oh. we went live with the gift cards, the exchange volume has gone through the roof. Oh, interesting. Wow. interesting. But again, it's it's been what three days? Could be purely coincident.
1: Okay. Yeah. So you, that's people going from Bitcoin into Monero.
2: Monero. Oh yeah, ninety percent of our trades are Bitcoin to Monero. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, that's the other thing too. I mean, like th- this doesn't work as well with Bitcoin. Like, sure, you can use Bitcoin to buy gift cards on the spot. Yeah. But one, you're dealing with transaction fees, and mm-hmm. two, you're, it's not it's not private. Right? It's like, why? Right, why exactly. If you're going to go buy your gift card, you're, why wouldn't you use Monero at that point? It's like. Exactly. It's, it's, it's known
2: where you sent your your Bitcoin, right? If, yeah. If that if that uh, gift card receiver's address is known publicly, then yeah, of course. But, you know, if people are earning in Bitcoin and they want to spend this way, it helps overall crypto adoption, which eventually, as I say, all roads lead to Monero. though. So. <laughs>
1: And end Those up people. there in your apartment, and uh, that—that's the end, the end of the—is that the end of What's the Monero, road right there, where you are? You're literally like the uh, the end of the rainbow. You're yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just a uh, we're just a cobbler, as I say, we're a cobbler of the Monero world. We're just making wallets <laughs> with leather. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a little cobbler. What's next, man? How do we? So how do we get it to where we're now? easily replenishing our monero
2: yeah that, i mean that's yeah. a nice step. obviously that's yeah. the holy grail. yeah as you know we launched that company block By, yep uh for that purpose so work is continuing on that because of the gift card thing we kind of slowed down there because we saw this is you know an immediate use and we can be in all 50 states immediately whereas you know block By would be few states at first and then go from there but this we saw would make a greater impact for monero users and we wanted to get this out first. So, but it worked in stop on by It continues and still continues.
1: Stoic is asking any possibility to buy a generic Visa gift card to theoretically pay anywhere that accepts fiat?
2: I think Stand no, by. I heard Stand talking. by. It's okay. coming. Yeah, we're working on it. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: because I saw there was some other company that recently announced, right, that they have that feature.
2: Well, I'll tell, I mean, you saw, I think it was Edge that announced, and then two days later they were shut down. No, it was
1: Arc something, right? Oh, that-
2: Arc, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I saw that on Reddit, but I, I don't know much about them, yeah.
1: Have to check that out, yeah. Are you guys yeah. think that uh, this gift card service might add that? Why don't they have it already?
2: It's just a different product, different okay. requirements, yeah. I mean, Visa and MasterCard are different companies, different vendors, so but that's something we want to add ASAP. I think that'll be huge as well. So I think the next two steps for the gift card is adding Lisa Mastercard, and then adding more countries. Sweet. Not necessarily in that order, but you know, simultaneously.
1: Yeah. 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 Amazing. All right, we got, uh, cool. we got a bunch of people that want to jump on,
2: Vic. So sure. um, you—I don't know if you're hanging around. Yeah, sure.
0: Hang around. Yeah. Chill. Yeah. Shit, hang. We're yeah. gonna uh, do the, the drink
2: coffee for my tiny cup. <laughs>
0: Oh Hello there, there. You need your thank you. <laughs> who's okay. Yeah, thank you so much, Vic.
1: Yeah, let's do the news and then we'll we'll, we'll come do back. the
0: news right. Now. right. <laughs> and then we'll come back. All right. No, okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 How's it going? <laughs> Hello. No, no, no. go. Now we got you. Now we got you. Is it good? Yes.
4: Okay. Perfect. Hey guys. How's it going, going? man? How are you? There's a lot of exciting things that you guys talked about that I want to touch upon on the first article, and uh, it's been a good week in Monero, so I'm excited to talk about these things right now.
1: Take us through it, buddy.
0: Take it away. Okay,
4: so for the first thing, we obviously had Vic on. He talked about CakePay, which is a very, very cool and exciting thing, and now you can actually spend your Monero. Uh, You can save 1% to 3%. And you can spend it in over one hundred fifty thousand locations in the us and the only thing that you need to provide is an email we have had people like doug and sunita tip people in real life with monero and cake wallet and uh, the question was how do you spend it or what can i do with it and now within cake wallet you can just go and buy a gift card and you can actually spend that monero which is uh which is awesome and you can buy arbitrary amounts like 354.23, you don't need to buy like 40, 60, 100. You can buy whatever amounts you want. Also, if you take a video of yourself using KPay uh, before August 13th, you'll get a free $20 gift card, which is super, super cool. So I'm definitely excited to use this when I go back to the US. And I'm definitely looking forward for this to be used internationally as well. So this was for the first news. Now on to the next thing. Jimmy's song tweeted that Monero is a centralized Chomian eCash done poorly. Why? Because they print their own money and have an unnecessary blockchain. To this, obviously, the whole community commented back, and they weren't happy with what he tweeted. And even myself, I just replied, "Can you actually give us some claims? Can you actually talk about those things that he said, or those are just you know things that you think are true but they're not?" And that resulted in probably the whole community being blocked by Jimmy, <laughs> which is very funny. But yeah, Monero is not centralized, and it's not an unnecessary blockchain. We have maximalists that say that Monero is okay, and even if you don't agree with privacy by default and all that Monero has to offer, at least just you know just say that you know Monero is good, or you know not that it's a shitcoin or all these things that a lot of people say. So this was interesting, and it was kind of funny when he posted that. Yeah, Um,
1: he's he's dead set on the fact that, or what he thinks that Monero is centralized. Um, It's like I'm not even really following his, his logic there, like as to why that only applies to them Monero and not Bitcoin, like the earlier days of Bitcoin. I don't really see his understand his argument as to why why he has defined Monero as being centralized. Crazy.
4: Yeah, centralized and unnecessary blockchain. I mean, again, just because you don't believe in it doesn't mean that it's unnecessary or, you know, shitcoin or, you know, whatever you want to call it. So uh, according to the title, welcome to Jimmy Song's clown world. <laughs> and now let's go to the next thing. So once again, Binance uh, blocked the XMR withdrawals. So I can we can talk about this every single week because every single week they keep blocking withdrawals, and then they re-enable them every few days. So if you are going to buy Monero, obviously try to use an ATM or local Monero, or if you are going to use Binance or Kraken, buy it and just take it out immediately and put it into Wallet or whatever you want to. Because if not, they're going to block withdrawals and you're going to have a lot of issues. So this was just a quick thing. I don't want to talk too much about it because it's happening way too often that it's just nothing new. At this point, when I enter the next thing. So, uh, you guys talked with Vic before about all Arc, and I've seen this news as well that they're now accepting Monero. Before it was just Bitcoin, Lightning Network, Dogecoin, and Litecoin. And uh, they now also accept Monero, and you can buy prepaid visas in the US only. And then they have uh, Amazon, Airbnb, Starbucks, and some other things, and Steam. So, it's cool that now you can actually spend monero easier and easier but i'm just so excited about Cape pay because you can buy it from the wallet so if you send a tip to someone that doesn't know about monero you can just send it into the wallet and they can just buy a gift card from the wallet and spend it you know in a couple seconds and it is a competition to apple pay and uh, samsung pay and everything that you guys talked about earlier and uh, i think you guys went to get some ice cream they weren't accepting apple pay and samsung pay but they were accepting gift cards and you are able to pay with yeah 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 so that's that's crazy but it's super interesting and it's cool so it is a competition (laughs) and now on to the next thing so israel is shifting towards digital payments we talked about this a bit last week but now i have a couple more things that i want to touch upon so starting august 1st they really want to limit the use of cash to less and less so you can still use cash, but up to a certain point. So, for example, if you're not identified as a business owner, you can transact up to $4,360, but you can do more than that. More than that has to be done through digital payments. And this is because they want to basically, they want to combat organized crime and money laundering and non-compliance with tax laws and all these things. But it's really just a way for them to, get you onto digital payments and eventually they'll get rid of cash. So they'll be able to surveil you and do all these things. And I think they also talked about how many, in 2019, the cash transaction limit was $3,200 per client within a company. And this is becoming less and less to the point of probably it's just not worth it to use cash. So you just use digital payments. So across the world, people are tightening their control over cash. They want to use it less and less. In Norway, Sweden, everywhere. It's just happening more and more. And it's all in the name of combating money laundering, crime, non-compliance with tax laws, which is not that true. I mean, it does happen, of course, but it's a much broader plan, not just that. And on to the next thing, we have the coin cards percentage numbers for the month of July. Outside the US of Canada, we had Bitcoin at 41% and Monero at 19 Now in Canada, we have Bitcoin at 48% and Monero at 14%. But in the US, it's actually an insane flippening because Monero is at 51% and at Bitcoin at 35%.
1: Why do you think it's so high in Canada? What's I mean that and that's where they're they're located, right? What what do you think? I mean, why do you think uh Bitcoin is so much higher in Canada? And the Monero is higher in the US. What's what's going on there? Maybe Arctic Mine might have some insight into that. Well, yeah,
4: yeah that'll be interesting. Well yeah. I think I don't know, because probably a lot of people in Canada know about cryptocurrency and they start to dislike the government more and more. So now we have a, a mass of people Trying to use Bitcoin, and uh, they have. A I'm not
1: saying why is why is the Monero number so low in Canada, but so high in the U. You know, it's flipped. It flipped point yeah. here in the U.S., but not in Canada. Strange. Yeah, I think
4: people are just not as aware of uh, liberty and privacy as much as people in the U.S. are concerned of. I think that's definitely a thing. But that's certainly some interesting metrics. Also, Lightning like Network is almost not used at all. Three percent, four percent, almost in Canada, and then zero point three percent in the U.S., which is very interesting.
1: That is, that is tremendous news, though. I mean, the fact that Monero has completely leapfrogged Bitcoin in the U.S. for coin cards usage. I mean, that's that's a very strong mm-hmm. indication that people, when they want to use crypto for actual making purchases, they're they're moving over to Monero.
4: Yeah, yeah, for sure, and it has been for a couple months. I think, I think since April or. Uh, I can't recall, but for a couple of months so far, we've had a streak in the US, but mm-hmm. we only use Monero predominantly to buy gift cards. So, not just this month. What else you Yeah. Well, this was pretty much it for this week. The other things were smaller things, but the most exciting things for me were the Cake Pay and then all Arc, but predominantly Cake Pay because it's just so easy to use. It's all within the app. So, uh, again, before you would tip people in Monero but then they wouldn't know what to do with it. And I can just tell them that, hey, with this, go to this tab in the app and you can buy ice cream, you can buy Chipotle, you can buy whatever. And then they'll probably say, oh, you just paid for my lunch or you just gave me some (laughs) ice cream, you know? Which is very cool. And uh, I can't wait for this to be international. And um, also what's very good to know is that the the name of the company that they partner with but they actually don't know how much you buy of they just know that you bought some gift cards but not how much as far as understood
1: yeah yeah vic was just confirming that which is tremendous
4: mm-hmm. yeah so the only thing is just an email basically yep. and then you can just spend your monero yeah and
1: obviously i would recommend you know creating a unique email just for for this thing and don't use that email anywhere else that, so it could be so it can't be associated with your identity mm-hmm.
4: yeah for sure and then if you want to buy you know Additional gift cards from this website you can as well. I've never used it before, but it's cool that they accept Monero as well.
1: Sweet. A lot awesome. of a lot of good positive adoption news, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, I think ways uh... to use
1: Monero, ways to spend. Night Nightmare saying Canadians love BTC because Canadians do what they are told. <laughs> Americans <laughs> dislike <possibly>. their government and <laughs> use
4: XMR over here. Alright, that could be it
1: possibly yeah, yeah um, man, land
4: of the free yeah <laughs> yeah but uh, I think John uh, John posted a tweet in which he showed that Monero has been on, on an uptrend for the past couple of months when it comes to transactions and everything it just goes up 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 like we've had all time high in July uh, then in June so it just keeps going and going and again this is not really a, a bull market we're still in a bear market uh, but these things really boost the circular economy and it just so it just shows in transactions
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: awesome man great job great job let's uh we're gonna move it along just so we get we have a bunch of people waiting to jump on Okay, perfect. Thank
0: you, so thank you guys
4: for joining yep. us this week. And yeah, we'll you this
1: if you yes, want.
0: stay on if you want to chat with um, but yeah, let's on stage, but thank you. Let's Appreciate get it. Here. All right. It's the viewers on. on stage segment. It's that time where we invite you, the viewers, up on stage to comment on anything you've heard so far today, ask the guest a question, or maybe talk about one of the news topics. Come on down. God, I got to change that. Hello. Hello.
1: Hey, hey, All right. What's going on, man.
5: Well, a lot of interesting things I've been hearing, and uh, people have questions as to why uh, in Canada you don't have the flip on coin cards that you have in the United States. And I would suggest there's two reasons. The first one is the spreads. This is getting to be a really tight spread market. Let's say I buy $100 US with gift cards. The Bitcoin fee is about a dollar. Now, then you look at what your spreads are. Well, there's virtually only one exchange, and that's correct, and it does not have a card XMR pair. So now you have an extra spread there, and the R ramp is a lot harder. So if you factor that in, it's cheaper in Canada, very likely to use Bitcoin and pay the fee, the extra the Bitcoin fee, and in the United States, it's cheaper to, it's cheaper to use Monero. That's what I could see from you, looking at spreads, costs, on nice. ramps from Fiat, etc. So that's, I think, the issue. There's no CAD, XMR pair, and at the same time, the 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 fees in Bitcoin are low enough that that becomes competitive on the Bitcoin. Side. So 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 you you're still saving, you're still paying that one percent. You know you're shifting into the Bitcoin network instead of paying going the spread, say, within Kraken of God BTC BTC XMR. Mm-hmm. That I think is what's going on here. So so yeah, I mean that's that's an obvious example. This 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 whole coin card thing and 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 cash card and. Uh, I mean, by the way, my opinion, BIC has a winner here. And, and the biggest market, in my view, is going to be this cross-border market. Because contrary to a lot of people think, cash is actually very competitive for in-person transactions. Because you don't pay any of the fees. The merchant gets paid right away. It's simple. And as much as you say, it's, it's actually still a, very much a competitor. The minute you go cross-border, and I had a really interesting example. You will pay about three percent extra on what the merchant pays, and this is it's on your exchange rate. And I had a really interesting case. I had a U.S. dollar credit card, and that is denominated that is actually issued by a Canadian bank. And I wanted to link it to my U.S. PayPal account. Now, because I'm a Canadian, they think they, they send the payment. Uh, they send a small payment, a test payment, send a gold, and then they refund it. And you see the spread. And it's over six percent cost you're scoring by. It was about two two dollar forty five dollar payment under a couple of under as one ninety one u s would be the bit market, but they charge about six percent when you look at the full spread just between what you pay the credit card company and what you get back on the merchant refunds. so you're talking about another three percent right there. that's why people are you know why this is these cross border po- payments are so important. You look at the e u they regulated the credit card fees on the merchant, but only for domestic payments to push this cashless society. Well, what happens when you travel there? Well, now the merchant is paying the full spread, the higher fee, and you're still stuck with a 3%, 4% on your credit card just to convert your currency into the euro on top of what they charge the merchant. So it's huge. And uh, now if you ask what's the catch, the catch is very simple. You'd be paying the 3% anyway in credit card fees. So now what's happening is the merchant is saving on the credit card fees because they're getting paid in- effectively. Uh, As in Spanish, like I can say, pago en efectivo, effective payments. So they're, they're saving the fee, and that's why they can give you that 1% to 3% discount uh, on purchasing the, the gift card. But that's essentially what is coming down here. So, yeah, well, then you factor in the spread between, say, USD and XMR. And then, yeah, I mean, you're going to 1%. It's going to be c- comparable to cash. But If you've got that international transaction, now you've got a three percent event, and that's kind of what I'm saying that the that the fiat system its weakest point is people sending money across borders or people carrying money across borders mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. just my my, my experience on all this so this is why I think it has a winner here with these cross but these cross border payments is, it's a big issue if I'm gonna to go to the states right now, I could probably get a get one percent spread one point two on on it. By by using cash, by not using a, I have to use cash. I have to go to a uh, a dealer, pay them with my debit card. Interestingly enough, withdraw US cash because the bank gives you a rotten rate, and then I can pay my US dollar credit card in Canada with that US cash, and then I can I can get rid of these spreads. So, yeah, I mean, now if you go to pay gas in the states, a lot of places are charge you three percent right off the bat, a three percent discount on cash. So again, that international transaction. The minute you cross a the border, they, the fees are really high, and that's where. And it's on the exchange; it's hidden. It's not. It's very opaque. I mean, people don't realize it until they actually look at statements and see what they actually get paid. They give you a rate on in Europe. They give you a rate on the terminal. And you have no point of comparison. That, you know I, I, what it is. So it's, there's a lot of hidden fees in this when you start going internationally. And that's kind of my my thought on the whole thing. So, yeah, the domestic market is a lot more fierce than that international market. It's real opportunity in that international market, in the cross border. The person, the, the Canadian spending money in Europe, the European spending money in the United States, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Arctic Mind. I tell you the story, I didn't even think of that until I read your uh, comment on Reddit.
5: Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know.
2: Yeah, that was, uh, I think it's very insightful. Because you're losing, you're losing money on, on on the exchange fee just to start off. You know, going CAD to USD to come here or from anywhere, your your bank's going to rip you off when you use your credit card or debit card. Your ATM's going to rip you off. So,
5: oh, yeah. ATMs are really bad. Exactly. After, it's, after yeah. stories, I think it was uh, someone withdrew one hundred euros and then it paid one hundred and eighty U.S. dollars. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, that's a real horror story. You don't even want to go near those things. Yeah. I mean, I, like I basically, when I travel, now, granted, I'm a baby boomer. I'm just going to be turning 65 very soon. I really stick to cash. For example, interestingly enough, what Trabala is offering, which is an interesting, that you can book your hotels with Monero, and that's another way to minimize these fees. We have
2: a uh, you know, hotel
5: know. at your right. airport, and, and so you get that way. You can get around kind of that way, but your gift card product in the United States is really powerful because you can go into the store, pay. You know, you know roughly what the amount is going to be, or the exact amount, or even if you can just stop it up with a small amount of cash. But my point is, is you can mitigate these fees. If I go to the states and I can save three percent on all of my expenses on a trip, well, that's nothing to sneeze at. I mean, this is my. This is where I'm getting at. So it's it's a, it's a real. It's that international payment where you really have the the advantage over the fiat system right now.
1: So maybe throwing Monerotopia in the US isn't the worst thing after all, right? Well, so uh, yeah, I
5: mean, you know what I'm saying is very simply. I mean, you know, when you if I go in I say I uh, I want to go and buy go down to the States and buy something at Home Depot in the States. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I can do, basically, I can pay cash, which is about 1%. Or if I actually take cash, it'll cost me about 3% with a credit card or 4%. And that's assuming the merchant does not give me a discount on cash. So that's what I'm looking Now, if I can throw it around and and, and, I, uh, and pay with Monero, buy a gift card, which is, which is your product, essentially. Then I can use that at the Home Depot. Well, I'm saving two, three percent right off the bat, even mm-hmm. without the discount, even without the discount. And that's my point. You have a margin there because what you're, what you're passing on is essentially what the merchant is paying the credit card company. That's why you're getting that one to three percent off.
1: Vic, did you did you say hotels.com is on there? I didn't even notice that.
2: Yeah, we have hotels.com. Actually, I used it uh, a couple of days ago to book a hotel for a colleague. Um, yeah, it worked great.
5: Awesome.
1: Beautiful. Are, yeah, there, are so, there any gas stations on it? You know,
5: I don't know. I wouldn't use it for gas in the United States because you're probably better off paying cash. Cash. At least that's what I have seen. I'm serious about this one. Yeah. I. If you go to most gas stations. At least I'm driving through the West Coast, and what I see is about a three percent difference between cash and card. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get that discount. So that's the thing. No, so what's going to happen there? Oh wait a minute! What's going to happen then? If they give you a gas prepaid card, then they'll give you the the cash rate probably. That's what I'm guessing. But that's what you have yeah. to find out. I don't know on that one. But it, 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 I would guess if it's their prepaid value card, they should give you the the cash rate.
1: Or like Uber, I Uber understand. would you think, right? That'd See, be big,
5: right? the problem is they're not going to they're not going to be able to give you the discount then because the that discount is essentially what they are paying the credit card company. Mm-hmm. So if they're building that out in the credit card fee, then the fee for the card is going to be the same thing. So, so I think in gas, a merchant passing that 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 discount, that three percent discount of gas, right on to the 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 consumer at the at the pump. At least in the states, that's what I've noticed. Then gas might be cheaper still to go with cash.
1: Yeah, cheaper Don't... with cash, but convenient. For, I'm just saying, just convenient for Monero usage if you want to live off of Monero, spend Monero, right?
5: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, like, for example, if I get a 3% discount on Monero, then, yeah, I'm going to compete with cash or a 2% discount. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But your your margin isn't the same as if you go to a business that's going to give you the same rate for cash and for credit card. Right, right. And that's that extra 3% or 2% or whatever that discount is is going to be there. That's the distinction. Hey, Doug, and you of mentioned course... that. Sorry,
2: go ahead, Arthur. No, please. I mean oh no no no
5: no no! You were gonna say something. Yeah, no, 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 no.
2: I was just gonna comment that D- Doug mentioned Bonaire, uh, uh, Uber, and uh, we had Uber while in testing phase, but we we're just having too much trouble with it, so we took it out temporarily. But we're probably hoping to put that back in at the next release.
3: Oh
1: wow! Nice.
5: That's gonna take a sales space to me because I'm a big believer in taking a classic taxi and paying cash. <laughs> the there's no tracking on either side.
1: I love it. Cash taxis.
5: Uh, you know, it's uh, sometimes you have to look at the old-fashioned way. I hate to say this, right. but yeah, you know, uh, there is a, there cash is a fierce competitor here, and it has to be respected and given respect. I see also, actually, in a actually than than an adversary in this battle, but yeah, uh, the, ca- ca- cash know.
1: is great. But the the problem is they're trying to get rid of it, right? So
5: well, there there the is a lot of push by a lot of people particularly a lot of marketing by the card companies that are behind it. And yes, in Europe, they really pushed it. What happened is the governments, what they did is in order to try to push card payments, they they regulated the fees really low on merchants. So in the European Union, if you pay with an EU credit card, the merchant gets a very low fee. The minute you bring in a credit card from the States or from Canada, that's a different story. After Brexit in the UK, credit card uh, merchant fees went back to the more international norms. That was quite interesting, too. So that's how they're doing it in the EU. But what they're missing is all the people that are coming from outside, the tourist industry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's where the, and this is where it's getting really interesting. I went to the EU for um, MoneroCon, and I, and I paid for all my day to the expenses with cash. And the reason is I simply didn't want to do this, pay this spread because uh, I could get the euros cheaper here at 1% or 1.5% rather than 3%. Or through the bank or through a credit card even more percent. so well, i would pay pretty much for everything with cash
1: what do you think needs to happen for for normies you know people that aren't as privacy obsessed as we are that don't really understand the value that comes with using cash to say you know what i'm going to start using monero with cake we'll to buy gift cards versus using you know my, my visa card like what what still needs to happen for for that to take place
5: for well, the, it's a the normal
1: guy to be like, you know what? I'm going to stop using my credit card, and now I'm going to start using this option.
5: Like, for example, if I'm paying in Canada, the merchant fees for a Canadian card is less than a cross-border card. That's the first thing I have. The, the credit cards are very competitive. You get 1% cash back. Mm-hmm. You have no exchange issues, and the merchant gets the lowest possible rate, especially really big merchants. So the cost is actually quite low. So it's actually very competitive in certain situations. Is, I, think, I think when you understand that the credit costs can be, can be like a margin of half a percent all the way to maybe 8%, depending on the transaction. So there's a huge range here uh, for domestic transactions involving high net worth individuals and very big corporations. Credit costs are fiercely competitive. It's when you go into a small business and say, for example, somebody who is below the poverty line, then credit cards really start to break down. Mm-hmm. And so it, it really depends on the transaction. That's what I'm saying. There's a huge range in credit card costs. So I think trying to understand the competition is critical. For a lot of people, the the hidden, the fees, they got a, a lot of effort has gone to hide these fees from the consumer. Most people don't realize they've been the, how much to be scammed on. awesome yeah
2: and hey, Doug, businesses I, are the, sorry I was going I was also going to answer Doug's questions that what what why why would you say no, i I have to use a credit card i mean limits i mean especially for our product, right, the limits could be something where you say, oh you know hotels dot com you can buy four cards of five hundred dollars each, so two thousand dollars to book a hotel room, but if you're need more than that, what do you do right so for some maybe big ticket items, you'll have to go with your credit card. But
5: well, wouldn't someone like Trabala come into competition then and take money directly?
2: Right. I mean, that's one type. I mean, I was just using travel as an example. Yeah, yes, it's it an example. Can... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah. But a lot of these small purchases, a lot of the stuff we're talking about is the biggest. It's a huge market in the under 1,000 US dollar or 1,000 euro limits and all this kind of stuff. Which I think people should just start using cash a lot more to push back on this on this cashless society. The other issue you get into, and this is a big one, is for a lot of people, they don't have access to credit cards. And so getting a getting a prepaid value is one way to get around the fact that they cannot buy stuff online.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: So that's another market that you have. It's a lot easier getting your hands on Monero than it's getting your hands on a debit card. right.
2: Okay.
1: And the the small the small businesses the vendors I mean they don't like credit cards right they're they're paying a lot all.
5: of them a lot of them hate them not yes. but it's the other ones that push Especially it on you too New York yeah.
1: they rather you pay you know they rather you pay with cash or you know debit they don't want to pay those those transaction fees the credit card fees
5: I have a question for you do you get cheap debit in the United States right now What
1: do you mean cheap debit no.
5: uh, The debit where the the uh, the merchant isn't paying like one percent fees or something like that. Oh, I don't, I don't
1: know. To be honest, I don't know. I don't know.
5: I find that really interesting because in Canada they have this whole thing called Interact, which actually is very easy on the merchant. The merchant basically gets full value, or I think a very small fee, mm-hmm. versus the 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 card transaction, which is you know the your three percent or two percent merchant fee and. That distinction is very clear whether you're using a debit card or whether you're using a credit card. In, in the United States, my understanding is basically the fees were the same for mm-hmm. card payments. But maybe I'm wrong on this. That's why I was wondering about that point.
2: Do you mean a prepaid debit card, like a Visa MasterCard?
5: Well, a prepaid name? card is it's the most expensive solution. That is actually, they they have the highest merchant fees.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just trying to understand which card you mean.
5: No, I'm talking about something like it goes comes up straight out of your bank account, like a debit card onto your onto your onto your checking account.
2: Oh, they pay the same fees as a uh, as a credit card does. They okay, don't.
5: so there's no difference to the merchant. So, so yeah, basically, the merchant doesn't see a difference between a debit card and a credit card in the United States. Exactly. That's what I thought. In Canada, yeah, yeah. there is a difference. Vic, are you
2: sure?
1: Because I mean, in the, I know there's places that like don't even want credit they rather have debit that's
5: interesting i don't know in the united states that that surprised me actually to tell you the truth but i, I don't know the answer for that either. in canada yes you will see that you definitely will see that but not but in the united states i haven't seen it
1: hard I, I gotta ask you what, do you what do you think about the transaction count Monero that we're seeing right now, this this kind of continuous uptrend, what's your... your
5: I mean, list? I like to look at these things going back like five-year, ter- six-year ter- trends. And it's been a, basically, if you look at our, back to 2016, it's been somewhat on average, I think somewhere around a 60% increase per year. Now, some years we have had increases of close to uh, 100%, like double. In other years, it's been fairly flat. Now, we've seen a, a fairly flat growth in Monero transactions through most of uh, 2021 and parts of 2020. So I would expect to see uh, – it's just – I expect that trend. In fact, we're a bit surprised it's a bit low where I was expecting. But I would not be surprised to see a doubling in transaction rates, say, in the next 12 months, to be honest, for Monero. Awesome. I, I, I wouldn't be. I mean, it, you can't keep – Adding to something, and the other thing that's happening is, is you've got to keep in mind that right now, Monero has already flipped Bitcoin cash. So we're already starting to get to becoming the big blocker coin, not just the privacy coin, the big blocker coin. That's a big one. And uh, so, I mean, Monero has been held back, in my opinion, by by difficult fiat on ramping, essentially to, the, to the, because of blockchain surveillance companies lobbying against it in places like the uk and australia for example are good examples. and to some degree in canada and that's been one of the major sort of friction problem but i would not be surprised to see a doubling in transaction rates in uh, uh in monero in the next uh 12 months or a year
1: right it's gonna it's gonna happen all at once too right i mean you you have obviously more and more people using monero so it's it's won't it get exponential at some point as you have more people using, transacting?
5: Well, I mean, if you want to get the theory of an adoption of a new technology, it's a sigmoid curve. It starts off at an exponential, then a flat at a thousand, and saturates the market. And cryptocurrency right now is pretty much at that early adoption stage of exponential. In the case of Bitcoin, it was stomached by the block size divide. Essentially, you put a cap on the thing, and, and people stopped using Bitcoin because they couldn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so it's been spread all over the place. I mean, that demand it went into things like everything from Litecoin, Dogecoin, Dash, Monero, Bitcoin, Cash, there's a whole bunch of different coins. Now, I, what I am noticing is that it's, there's very likely a consolidation in towards Monero right now because Monero has been one of the few that's actually been growing a stable and a lot of the others have been falling. So I, we could see a, a consolidation towards Monero in that respect. And, let, and uh, I mean, if you look at, for example, Dash, used to have a higher transaction rate than Monero. It's now well below. Dogecoin was significantly higher than Monero, and it's now neck and neck. Bitcoin Cash, it's kind of neck and neck, and it used to be significantly higher. So we're seeing that kind of consol. We may be seeing a consolidation towards Monero across all these other coins, and and so that's a, a, a factor. And I think it's probably uh, in, in, in markets where Monero is relatively easily accessible, like the United States. That's why you see that big move, for example, with CoinCards, where, where uh, Monero has become the dominant on for that for that product. So, so I think I, I, I'm a bit. I, I, I see a lot more than privacy in Monero. I mean, I've always been someone who says that there's a lot more to Monero than privacy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can beat. Bitcoin basically just on transaction rates and and scaling, and you know you have to go near privacy in order to beat Bitcoin, and most of these are the coins, because they have fundamental problems with security and on and on and on. So I mean, so yeah, I, I would not be surprised to see a double. To be honest, yeah.
1: People, you know that are, what what is the argument for for using Bitcoin, like other than trying to you know store value, which you know, you get into that, but what, like why, you know, in, in Monero, it makes sense, right? We're saying go use Monero instead of using Venmo, instead of using credit cards, use Monero because it, it makes, you're going to gain something from it, right? You're gaining privacy. You're, you're losing this transactional history. You're losing the ability of companies to, to track and trace you for governments to track and trace you. Why is somebody going to go through the friction of Using Bitcoin to make their payments. Like, why are you going to say, you know, take your fiat, move it into into Bitcoin, and start transacting with it? Like, I, what is what would even the reason be?
5: Well, I would say right now it'd be liquidity. I mean, it's a margin spread. I mean, it's certainly a, a, an availability, access. It's a, it is still very accessible a cryptocurrency, and unlike Ethereum, what has happened in Bitcoin is there's been such a drop in transaction activity after Segwit. So they effectively doubled the block size with, with SegWit. But then we see transaction rates in Bitcoin go down. I mean, if you look at transactional rates in the last four years in Bitcoin, they've been going down. Fees are about a dollar. So it's starting to be competitive again, to some degree, if you're looking at liquidity and it depends on the size of the transaction. But that's the argument that they have. Yeah, there you is don't have the
1: default, the default cash-like privacy. So it's like, what are you really gaining from it?
5: Well, what you're gaining is over a credit card is the fact that you may have access to bitcoin and not access to a credit card so if you want to buy online for example let's say a gift card through coin cards in canada is a great example there's a lot more accessibility to bitcoin if you if you're starting with cash than it is to a credit card so you already have an advantage over a credit card especially with a prepaid card those things are really expensive with bitcoin that you kind of they had say 2012 was much higher and if you pay for your bitcoin to start off with cash you your tracking is broken at that point and you could do it through an atm or something like that so you can maintain a certain amount of at least a plausible deniability with bitcoin so it's still a competitor the problem with bitcoin is it's not a competitor at scale the minute you start using it it becomes too expensive because of this block size limit Mm-hmm. But right now, it's a dollar for for a Bitcoin transaction. It's right. not that bad. Yeah, that's so true.
1: well, still, that's 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 pretty bad.
5: It's <laughs> way worse than Monero. let But a higher spread depending on the number. So it, it, it kind of gets to the scenario that if you if you're larger amounts of so I can see I can see I can see why a like, Canadian. That's why I think it's, it's a difference in in uh, it's it's availability. Ethereum is just priced itself right out of the market just by 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 its fees. are insane. Yeah, and then you have the things like Bitcoin Cash, which is trying to compete, but Bitcoin Cash is losing market share to Monero right now. So,
2: hey guys, I gotta, I gotta run. Yeah, this, I think, but, I well, think
1: in general we we might wrap this up unless anybody oh, okay. else wants to jump yeah. on. But Vic, thank you so much. Oh no, thanks for on.
2: Arctic Mind, thanks for your thank support. You. Really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Tony.
0: Thank you.
2: Care. Thanks,
1: thanks, right. Tony. Take care. Good. Vic. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah, we'll we'll wrap it up, right? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Okay, guys.
0: Alrighty, my friends. Yeah. Till next week. (laughs) Till next week. It'll probably be next Saturday. And yeah, again, we don't say this enough. Make sure to like the video because it kind of like helps us because we never say that at all. So make sure to like, (laughs) subscribe to the channel if you haven't. These are simple things, but they help. They help. They help, my friends. So thank you, Arctic, for joining us this week, and Tony for the news report. Really appreciate your time.
1: Oh Vic saying Monero Meetup, yeah. Oh you're yeah, the, Monero, the New, Yeah, we already said area. that, but we'll say it again. Yeah. Come on down.
0: Really? I'm not gonna say that in person if you're gonna go. Tuesday, there for that. Tuesday night. Tuesday night <laughs> Tuesday night at six thirty in Manhattan. Put uh share the, the link, the meetup link in the description. So if you haven't RSVP'd yet, please do if you're in town. We'd love to see you and hang. And I guess with that. We will end the show. Thank you guys for joining us. We will see Cheers, you Cheers, guys. Next week. Thanks, Artic. Bye. Thanks, Tony. Adios. Later. Thank you for joining us on this week's Mineratopia episode. We stream live shows every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern. You can find and subscribe to our show on YouTube and Odyssey or listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter or join us in the Mineratopia Telegram group. See you all next week.